Glenn Dutoy, welcome to the My Broadband Conference. Glenn Dutoy is from Acer. He's the general manager and consumer lead at Acer. Um, we're going to be talking about innovation and technology. Glenn, it's good to see you. How are you doing, firstly? Yeah, we're doing well. We're keeping well, we're keeping safe. And uh, you know, in this day and age, I think that we can celebrate the times that we're in sometimes, as well as, uh, as deal with the difficulties. But yeah, we're doing well. Thanks very much, Happy. We're certainly living under extraordinary times, aren't we, Glenn? I mean, you look at uh, how this uh, pandemic has forced so much change amongst us and how we work, how we interact. And I guess that, uh, you know, when people say that things will never go back to the way they were, there is some merit there when you look at the way industries are adapting. And, uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see once the pandemic settles down where we'll go. But, you know, we talk about this anywhere generation. And I, th I guess it's very relevant to ask you this question about this anywhere generation because we're really working anywhere. And uh, how is it changing the world as we know it from ACES perspective? Uh, this anywhere generation, I guess we're all part of this anywhere generation, aren't we? Well, that's exactly it. You know, Aki, we, we internally here have, have coined the phrase the anywhere generation. And, uh, and, and you know, COVID has, has done, what COVID has brought to the table is, is all it's done is it's sped up the adoption of the anywhere generation, to be quite honest with you. Um, you know, if you go back, the anywhere generation, it's not traditional generational theory in terms of what Comte described in the 1800s of different generations of age group. What it really is, is, is that there's been a trajectory change that happened in the late 90s and with the old Nokia 90, you know, the 9000 communicator, the first mobile device with access to the internet. And, and that changed things for us as, as a world, as a globe, and it changed the trajectory. And, and over time, we've seen the introduction of app stores and and, and the, the, the Android devices and the iOS in terms of the, the Apple iPhone. And, and, and all of that has led to a, a, a generation, a generation that is not confined to ages or adoption or behavior, but rather a generation that has sort of come to understand that I need to be able to do things from anywhere at any time. And that's what we call the anywhere generation. And what is it that we as ASIC can do to provide a solution and provide empowerment for the anywhere generation and, and what that all means, you know, and it's um, it's not just a technical or a, or a technological conversation, you know, Aki. It's, mm. it's also, you know, it's a philosophical discussion because the impact on humanity and the way humans and people interact um, is severely affected by the anywhere generation. And we're seeing that amplified now in COVID. Um, you know, COVID simply has sped up, as I said. So we were always going to end up with a blended learning model in education. Right. Anywhere generation was always going to go that way. The speed at which it happened has caught us wanting. And that is where, where we find ourselves right now. Yeah, I guess it's been accelerated incredibly. I mean, since uh, the pandemic started. And, and you're also giving your age away when you started mentioning that Nokia communicator. I remember that thing it used to flip open on the side and it was just extraordinary at the time the freedom that you gave that it gave you to work from anywhere do you remember the little aerial that went up on the side as well so but but i mean that's i was i was, I was at sony around about that sort of time and um, i'll never forget our japanese md coming in and from a, a conference in, in the in, in from tokyo and his words were brace yourself for the ubiquitous integration of technology everything in one, and we didn't know what it means. We were still selling CRT TVs in those stages. LCD plasma just simply didn't exist. And here we were talking about these things. And that's the generation we're living in. And it's not confined, as I say, 
there's no timeline. Nobody knows yeah. when this is going to be because I think that, yeah. that, 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 that is there. And, and again, you know, it comes with a whole bunch of benefits, but it also comes with dangers. You know, I keep, we're busy yeah. witnessing now worldwide that, you know, we're having to pass or, or, or the world, the global political environment is going to have to get together to pass laws so that everybody knows what the laws of digital world is, digital banking. You know, how do we yeah. classify yeah. So this any generation has really gained momentum and and the, the various areas of society are not, you know, often not keeping up, including government laws, including taxation, America's taxation, the global taxation on multinationals. How are we going to deal with this? Mm. It hasn't kept up. And, uh, you know, it was, it, it was uh, Klaus Schwab, I think it was, in 2016, the World Economic Forum founder who warned the world and said, guys, in 2016, this tsunami of four industrial, fourth industrial revolution is coming, and we do not appreciate the full impact. And now, COVID has made us wake up, put our heads yeah. in the cold water, and say, "Guys, this is here. It's not coming. It's here." Now, talk to us about these technologies. You mentioned the communicator as Generation Z, that was just outside. Uh, where I grew up with these kind of technologies. But uh, Glenn, I mean, really, the, it started then and it's accelerated as you've been talking about. What are you guys at Acer doing to uh, enable this anywhere generation that we talk about with your technologies? So, Aki, we start off, let's, you know, one of the key features is we're, we're, we're an edge device provider. We're providing access at the end of the device cycle at the user for interface. And, and when we talk about the Anywhere generation, we've got to think not only about the technology that allows for better connectivity. So, you know, not only about the exo amplifying aerials that we build into our PCs to ensure that you've got Wi-Fi connectivity and, and your LTE modules are of the top standard that can work everywhere. Um, we, we talk about the cooling system so that you can run your battery for longer. You know, we've got all of those technologies that we're, we're actively working in. And those device-based technologies that Acer invests really, really rapidly and upscales in terms of being able to bring those technologies to market, it doesn't stop there because we've also got to make it affordable. It's great to have the latest technology, but if we can't put a good cooling system in an affordable device, you know, we, we can't make it real to the anywhere generation. We're just mm -hmm. talking, you know, pie in the sky. So Acer's focus is to build those technologies and do the R&D around the technologies um, and, and, and really sort of bring them to life. Again, you know, how do we bring a gamer's experience to life in a mobile environment? And, and to do that, what do we need to do? And that's where our technologies in the gaming industry, for example, the AeroBlade to cool down your processes so you can overclock. And I think that it goes a little bit further than that, though, Aki, because it's not only about the physical devices. You know, it's about the way that we target the market and the way that we work with the market. And you take education as an example. You know, we're very, very, very big. And, and, and part of our internal philosophies and values is how do we educate the next generation? And that is brought through in the ACER culture. Back in the day, um, one of our founding members, you know, they, they conceptualized and bought the IT professor, was, was the, the IC professor, which was about teaching kids in Taiwan how to build uh, boards and, and, and processing boards and, and et cetera. And then they launched the cloud professor today. So education is key, but education that is not confined to a classroom is as important. And what does that mean? So it's how we design our devices. You know, okay. when we focus on education, you know, we take into consideration that a learner in primary school, that their desk is only so big. 
the device is only so big. It can only fit so much. Um, you know, that generation of learning in a blended environment in a classroom and at home requires a very, very specific outlook towards what product we, we put in. It has to be robust. You need to be able to be able to drop it off a desk, but it's still got to be affordable. Some yeah. of the other areas that we look at when in terms of this learning is the digital learning cycle of software and MOOCs coming through, having the enough capacity within an affordable device to have a camera, to have all of the uh, the, the, the necessary features um, that are required for a mobile or an anywhere learning environment. And how does ASA empower education? And that's our focus, you know, as, as what some of the things that ASA is doing. So again, you know, it's not just the technology. We can all talk about the technology. Sometimes we're going to be ahead of technology. Sometimes we're going to be behind, but our game is to play in there. The big thing for us as ASA is as a business, how do we empower the end user with our edge devices to perform their function as best they can? And that's where we like to play. Okay, very interesting. Very, very interesting. So, so Glenn, it's quite interesting you talk about all of these things. And, you know, one doesn't think about things like, you know, drop proof and the cooling and how important that is because we, we, we're also quite a fickle society, right? We demand a lot from the products we use. We want them to work all the time. We don't want the, anything to fail. So I guess there must be tons of innovation that Acer must be going through uh, and new learnings that you guys have uncovered from this current period that you are putting into future products in terms of innovation to, to really make sure that this Anywhere generation um, has those tools available and are even uh, more agile than what they were before. Very much so, um, Aki. And and let's let's use education as a as a as a nice example because I, I look we can talk for hours on all the different innovative products that we come up. But let's focus a little bit on education here and, and, and our play. So we embarked on a journey where we we did quite a bit of research in terms of in, in terms of the learner. What does the learner go through at school, and how do we adapt and find a product for South African market that enables those things? So, for example. We, we, we found a product. It's an 11.6-inch rotatable Microsoft device, also available in Chrome and, and, and Quacky. Um, but we, we started looking around the fundamentals of the story that that education, that anywhere student requires. They need to have a device that works in the classroom, so it needs to sit on the desk. And I alluded to this a little bit earlier, that the compact design takes up less space on the kid's desk. Now, in a, in a multi-learning environment, you remember that there's four elements of learning that happen there. There's the teacher, there's the device, there's often a textbook, and then, of course, there's the notes that the learner is writing down. So there's simply no space to, to, the, to, to, to have a traditional 15.6-inch device that you buy from your local retailer. It needs to be tailored for that environment. Otherwise, the knock-on effect is as follows. There's a significant reduction in the learning where a child is placed in front of an environment where it's cluttered and they're unable to work systematically through the learning process. So if you're now going to break down that learning process by having a device that is just way too big, you're not helping the situation. The other side is, is that these learners are transporting. They're working in many instances. They're moving from point A to point B, and that requires them to carry the device with them wherever they go. Now, you take a traditional device, you're looking at around about two kilograms for that device, and, and a smaller device is only 1.1 kilograms. Now, why is that important? Well, because if you have got a device that is far too heavy for a learner and they're carrying it around, 
you're going to cause health issues with back mm -hmm. and you're going to cause problems around that because the chiropractic association says global you should not have more than 10 percent of your body weight on your back so you've got four a4 books and a computer that weighs twice as much as the a4 books we're setting ourselves up so when we start looking at empowering education it's not only about the device being able to connect to a network and actually physically be experienced. It's as much about the practicality in and around it. Now let's flip that to a business environment as well. What are we doing on the higher end of the device market on a Windows Pro type of unit or a, a Chrome Enterprise device whereby we need a high processing power? It needs to be compact to be able to fit in somebody's briefcase or in their handbag. Um, nobody uses briefcases anymore, but in, inside the handbag or in a folder. Um, yeah. It needs to give them a significant battery time. It needs to be high processing power, and it needs to be able to connect either via hotspot, Wi-Fi, or directly to the internet. So what do we pack into that device that is now thin and light, that weighs less than one and a half kilograms and makes it usable for everybody? And, and that is how we innovate and bring the technology to life. And then, of course, the last one is how do we empower people like engineers to be able to take a device down into the mine that isn't the traditional one that looks like it's the, uh, the proverbial American atomic bomb football case that all the, the launch codes is something that's slim and light that allows that engineer to experience technology, connectivity, high-powered experience anywhere without having to have a trailer to carry the device around with them. And that's where our Endura product, for example, really comes to the fore. So ACES focus is one education. How do we have an education device that really talks to that, you know, our business side of the market, not just the traditional hunk and clunkers, but sexy devices that portray the image that the, the business person wants and gives them the performance that they require in a cloud environment. And then of course we've got the gaming and the Enduro type of products that really finish off and specialize mm. for the end user. And those are the way ACER, that's how ACER works with the innovation. It's all user-based. It's the anywhere generation. And how do we attract that anywhere generation to give them the best experience in their lives? So, I mean, I guess you, you've got to really think ahead of how people are going to be using their technologies. Because, as you said, all those environments change. I mean, who would have imagined that we'd be spending so much more time at home, for example? Um, and, and I guess you've got to plan for that with the, 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 the technology that you're providing your customers. Now, when you look at the uh, continent and you look at South Africa in particular, and we are undergoing this incredible uh, growth trajectory. I mean, you just have to see around us. I mean, look, the reality is the economy is in trouble. But if you look at the investment that's been made into data centers, for example, into technology, into digital innovation, I mean, we really are on an incredible trajectory that I believe is going to be, you know, long lasting um, and, uh, and possibly even surpass the, the levels that uh, this growth is happening globally. And I guess that for, for me is really exciting. And it's important that South Africa is an early adopter of this um, anywhere culture that you talk about. How important is it? It's vital. Um, and, and unfortunately, we're a little bit late to be early adopters. We're actually now in the, the second phase of the Rogers Curve, or even the third phase, which is the, 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 the last phase, which is, I think it's an early majority in terms of the growth of that. So the adoption of, the adoption of, of, of anywhere is not an option. 
to be quite honest, it's it's a sim- it's there. Um, the question is, is how adaptable I think we actually are to the anywhere generation rather than the adoption question. But it, it does open up the next level of question. I said when you know when we talk about the anywhere generation, we talk about it on three levels, not two. The technology is the one. Um, the second one is is obviously um, more focused around you know the the, the the, the, the environment and everything that it plays. And then the last one, which is where the the Africa question comes in, is, is that the anywhere generation is also a socioeconomic conversation. Because unfortunately, the anywhere generation requires connectivity and movement. Now, if we don't have connectivity in the mass population, we are not going to be able to have any rate of adoption that we need. At the moment, I mean, the 2020 figures are still sitting that Africa as a whole still has less than 40% of the population that has internet access compared to the rest of the world at 63 odd percent. It's, it's a big gap. Um, and until we are in the position where we have empowered the full population in one form or another, bearing in mind that this could be through a mobile phone, it doesn't have to be through a PC, mm. until we adopt and we are providing that situation, um, we, we are only going to be able to move as quick as the rest of the world, as the rest of Africa moves with us. And it really is a, an example of um, how we as business and as an industry and everybody who is sitting within this industry has to figure out how we get behind getting the, the, the access to the anywhere generation down to the lower income groups. Because we can't fix education through a syllabus in a classroom. But we can, through a digital syllabus that is sent down to a mobile phone, we can help with the education. It's, it's not going to solve the problem, but it's going to bridge the gap. Um, and as we sort of move towards this, what do we need? We need connectivity. We need cheap data. We need data. You know, uh, you know today's, today's headline was that the, uh, the price of data was 89, I think it was an average of 89 rand a gig. You know, we need to put data as a basic lifestyle and say, what is the price of, a, a, you know, two liters of milk and a loaf of bread is 45 rand. That should be the target price of what one gig of data is. Agreed. Actually figuring out how much should data cost. Now, I know it's quite difficult to get there. There's other, but, but until we get to that stage where an individual who is sitting under a tree can log in and actually get a lesson in mathematics and better themselves, that social economic way is not going to, is not going to that, that gap is not going to be bridged. So we really, really need to sort of work towards how do we provide that environment? And we as an industry have a responsibility to figure out how we work together with the schools and with the governments particularly to work to, to find those solutions in whatever way or shape possible. And, and work with partners who enable that as well. You know, Aki, this is also quite key is, is that, it, you know, we, we, we have a very, very close relationship with Intel and Microsoft. And the reason we do is because they work with us to get down right down to the school and the public school sector to empower those and and, and work with us so we can empower those learners in that. Mm. So I think that there is a lot that is being done to the anywhere generation. A lot of it is hygiene, as in it's happening. You're just a part of the bandwagon. Get on with it. But I think it can be accelerated even further um, so that we can bridge those shortcomings. And COVID has really, really highlighted how big that gap is between the technologically enabled and the non-enabled. And I think that many, many kids are going to suffer for years to come because they lost 2020 from an education point of view. Very and sad. that could have been avoided 
Yeah. If had we realized a long time ago that this anywhere generation was something that was within our reach and, sure. and how do we adopt it and move with it? That's really, really sad, but it's the reality, unfortunately. Glenn, what about business? Uh, how is ASA helping South African businesses uh, getting to that level of that anywhere generation, the anywhere movement? What are you doing for businesses? I know during lockdown, it's amazing. You ask people, uh, you know, the, the, the most basic question, uh, working remotely, for example, uh, one of the most useful and most requested things was a second monitor, for example. Uh, so what, what are you guys doing with, with business and this generation that you're talking about, this anywhere generation? So I think the starting point is to ensure that you've got devices that are stable. And I think that that's quite key. And, and, and when I talk about devices stable, and, and really we're, we're, we're fortunate because we're surrounded by brands and rivals who are continuously pushing us to be better at what we do. Um, but what we're working on uh, to be as effective as possible is, is number one, to ensure that we can deliver the best value in technology to the end user and to the business that's there. And we're working on a couple of other projects because, you know, as, as per everybody in COVID, is, is that it exposed areas of not just uh, uh, flaws within the business, but opportunities for us to do better. And we're working to do better in those areas. And some of those, you know, they're underway and we will hopefully be in a position to announce over the next couple of months um, some of those big ones. Um, we're getting very, very close to our alliance partners in Microsoft and in, and, in, and in Google as well to see how we can bring those solutions to the market at affordable pricing. Again, everything is about how do we make it more affordable? How do we initiate and work with the market to shift from CapEx to OpEx more effectively mm. on ACER devices? Because that's one area that we've been lacking is, yeah. is providing a solution to to, to the market to be able to afford our devices and not just an i3, 4 gig, 500, whatever is available with Pro, but something that is more substantial that carries it across because we owe it to the market. So those are the type of things that we do yeah. quite innovative. Again, you know, Aki, I can sit and talk to you about speeds and feeds and some of the technologies that are there. Um, but to be a lot more specific, it's, it really is about in empowering the businesses through financial solutions, through better product, and through extended services and service plans. What, what advice do you give in closing to those businesses who want to embrace this anywhere generation uh, and what we've been talking about? What's your advice to businesses? Okay, I'm, 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 I shudder to give advice because when it comes to the IT industry, I'm still the new kid on the block. Um, I may have consumer electronics experience, but but I, I, and so I can't tell you what they should do. But what I'm gonna do is I'll tell you what we're doing. And, and if anything I say resonates, let them take it from there and use it accordingly. I think what we've done within Acer is we spent the last two years, in fact, we went into the space pre-COVID long before, uh, before anything happened. And that was that we looked at our business because, again, I just want to reiterate this, this anywhere concept is our concept that we've derived as to the, 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 the era that we live in. Mm. Um, so it wasn't COVID-driven. It's just generally been on the cards for a while. And, and, and we looked at it and we said, what we need to do is, is we really need to go back to the basic business principles and see how we adapt those principles. So the very first one that always comes up is, do we know our business? Do we know who our, our, our business and where we are our strengths? What are the areas that we should be focusing on to grow? So how are we, because we are exceptionally strong in the, the gaming environment, how are we going to be utilizing our strength in gaming mm. to benefit not in terms of selling more gaming device, 
but actually growing the esports market. And that's a key focus of us. So, so our advice, if you if you for that there is one of the big learnings we had is, is if we know what our business is and we know who we are, that anywhere customer can be, we can align then to that anywhere customer. And we can then start talking to the mobile computing person, or we can take our strengths in education and talk to that mobile education solution that blended and empower the, the education more, empower esports more. How do we take our strengths in our design of our travel mate, which is which is really, really a generic computer brand in the business, and transcend that into providing solutions for uh, the engineers? Um, you know, how do we, knowing that we are really, really strong in terms of our technology of um, Wacom pins and et cetera, how do we take that technology and build a computer in the form of a concept D that allows a graphic designer or a, 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 a designer, a, a clothing designer to be able to sit anywhere and physically do their design work as if they were sitting in front of an easel doing it over there. And so, those are the type of things that we've done is, We've said, in order to be adopters of this Anywhere generation, we need to know what our strengths are. And we've seen Acer over the last five years change from having very, very simple, um, specific, or should I say generically specific product, to being specific and specialized product. And, and, yeah. and that is specialized to the designer, specialized to the engineer, specialized to the game, specialized to the education person fit for purpose at every single stage without thinking twice. Makes and then the last thing, sorry? Makes complete sense what you're saying. Yeah, 100%. So, so my advice is find out who you are because if you're not adding value to this anywhere generation, they're just going to pick up a telephone and they're going to go somewhere else. The value proposition has changed. That The value we offer as individuals and as a business um, has changed to this anywhere generation. If you if you really think about it, the value we offer as leaders within our organisation to our anywhere generation staffers has changed. We have to change a lot of the ways that we're doing things, and to do that, we've got to know who we are, and we've got to know what's important for us, and 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 that's the culture match that is is probably the biggest learning that I would want to say is, guys, if you do not know who you are. How are your customers going to know why they should partner with you? It's actually, and, it's, a, it's, it's a mind shift. Uh, it's a really a, a mind shift that, uh, you know, we all have to undergo and look inwards before we can grow and move forwards and, and adapt what we're talking about and understand exactly what the core of our businesses are all about. Uh, Glenn, it's been absolutely fascinating talking to you and uh, thank you for sharing your insights. Glenn Dutoy, General Manager and Consumer Lead at Acer. Glenn, thank you for your time and uh, we wish you well. Thank you, Aki. Appreciate your talk too. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers.